This is Donnie Bador, and I'm with the Biz Life Podcast. So, hey, check it out. Happy Tuesday for you. We are starting a podcast that's all about the biz life, not the busy life, but the biz life, the business life. So, as uh, some of y'all know, I have multiple businesses and um, love working in business. Um, been helping many people uh, with their business and. Uh, so Taylor and I started uh, talking one day, and we're like, you know what? We should have a podcast, see if we can help people out, things like that. So thank you, Taylor, for planting that seed there. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It's about time. I know, right? So yeah, uh, the biz life. Um, I figured this first episode, I would talk a little bit about myself uh, just to have people familiarize themselves with me, for those that don't know me, uh, give you a little bit of my backstory, things like that. And then as episodes go, we're going to have different guests, different um, genres of business in here and talk about different things, right? All about biz, business. So again, Donnie Bador, um, I uh, live in Godly, uh, lived in Burleson for 20 plus years, uh, grew up in North Fort Worth, went to Haltom High School, married my high school sweetheart, 11th grade. We're uh, January 14th will be our 30 year anniversary thank you all right so uh yeah we got a trip planned um this week so we're actually going to be flying down to tahiti um i watch uh some youtubers uh, full-time uh sailboat um captain and uh they live on their sailboat and watch them for quite some time we're going to fly down to tahiti and hang out with them and a, some other people no big deal. yeah no big deal uh, live on a boat for a week. They're going to give us the, uh, the boat life experience. Uh, just a dream of mine. Um, always wanted to do that. So yeah, we booked that. We're leaving on Friday. We'll be gone for a couple of weeks. So, and looking forward to that. So more about me and the business. Um, you know, what qualifies me really to have a biz life podcast? Well, I have multiple businesses, um, been a self self-employed for, Oh, since uh, probably 2010, um, joined uh, with a business partner of mine, uh, Nick Pahanish, with Texas Black Belt Academy. And uh, we grew that uh, brand from really two locations, his and mine. And now we have, uh, there's nine locations total, and we turn it into a franchise, and now we're selling franchises. Um, so that's where it really started for my family. And um, so from there, we also have another brand, uh, Gray's Craze. Uh, it's a charcuterie boards and boxes, you know, because that has a lot to, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, it goes very hand in hand with martial arts, right? Martial arts and charcuterie, right? One of them we break, sure. one of them we break boards, the other one we make boards. So I, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> that's really the, that. that's the connection I was able to come up with, but. Uh, anyway, we have that, that, that location in Fort Worth. Um, it's, um, it's over a year old now. And uh, we also have a location in Plano, uh, partners with some family, uh, my brother and his wife, um, with that location. And then uh, also another adventure that we went into, business partners with uh, uh, Kevin Cooksey and Fully Promoted. So 
a lot of businesses going on and some people ask how the heck do i do it and i have no idea so drink a lot of coffee and get up really See, early i wanted to know how you did it yeah it, it's so here it's, we are it's easy so you get up really early you drink a lot of coffee and you work like mad until you can't and you go to sleep and you do it again rinse and repeat <laughs> love it so um yeah, that's that's really uh, you know the gist of the businesses. Now, um, we could do like a Q and A as well too, uh, Taylor. If you want to help me out on any right. questions you might have um, to to keep this going, but really, uh, as far as like Gray's craze, um, one thing that I was able to do and 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 did is whenever we first started uh, Gray's craze, it was in October of twenty twenty two, and we really knocked it out of the park for first three months thankful for all my friends and family that came out and i think you came out i got a few pictures oh, with you sure. picked up some security rewards but um you know what we were able to do is um help out a lot of other franchisees that were buying um gray's craze and things like that so we actually run a fulfillment center um for all the gray's craze stores so all their printed products and t-shirts and and uh, aprons, all those things, they they go through um, are uh, fully promoted here in Fort Worth. So um, since then, uh, I was elected to be the ad fund president um, for the the brand nationwide. Uh, so on a franchise, you put money back for uh, an ad fund, really your marketing. And so we have a board that handles that money and everything. So uh, they elected me to be the president. So um, anyway, we're kicking that off. And man, just a lot of things uh, going on. Completely blessed um, to have uh, a great family that I get to work with and uh, the, the the workers that uh, are partners that I have as well, too, are just phenomenal. So it's definitely not all me. Uh, it's it's a huge team that uh, that has really been built. So. But yeah, that's uh, that's business in a nutshell as far as what I have my hands in. Um, the purpose for this podcast, what I'd really like for it to be is really to help out other entrepreneurs, those that are looking to start your own business, those that have started that may not be getting the results that they want, uh, things like that. And then also to be able to have uh, other business owners on the podcast with me to talk about their business, highlight them and what they have learned. Cause one thing I know that, you know, I, I didn't go to college for, uh, you know, MBA or anything like that sort of learned, um, just trial and error, uh, the school of hard knocks really <laughs> is what it comes to. Um, but, uh, I know whenever, you know, you have business owners that start talking about business and, and things that they're, you know, doing or learn, stuff like that could be really useful. So, um, thanks for the challenge, brother. Thanks for the challenge yeah. for, uh, for me to jump on here and do this. So, so heck yeah. So yeah, I'm going to leave it, uh, up to you. What questions, what might you have? All right. So this is the first episode. You talked about the business that you have. Yeah. Um, what inspired you? to become an entrepreneur and start the businesses? Man, that's a great question. So I'm going to tell a short story. So before I became a business owner, I was actually working for an RV company, worked there for about 17 years. Um, and we grew that company from, it was it was making roughly about 300000 a year 
um, and we grew it to almost two million dollars uh, whenever I left. Um, and looking back at my my parents, my parents um, were uh, hard workers every day, every week. They would you know forty fifty hours a week, really hard workers. My dad still works for uh, a John Deere company up in Oklahoma, and I just got to the point where like you know. I don't want to have to clock in and out on a clock and report to someone that's going to micromanage my life forever. Um, and then really what hit me, we had this uh, this older gentleman named George that worked at the RV uh, dealership. And he'd worked there for like 35 years. And he was just a staple, a fixture of the company. And he came to retire one year. And they gave him, I think it was like $2,000. And I was thinking, man, 30 years of giving to a company and what they give you whenever you leave and you retire was like two grand. And uh, that really just hit home. And then um, one one day I, I came to work on a Monday and my boss was calling me Sunday. And I was thinking, okay, I'm off on Sunday. I don't want to answer the call. And uh, so I just ignored him. And so whenever he, I came in on Monday, he just ripped do you have a bleep button? He ripped my. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he he yeah he ripped my stuff and and I was upset you know and I'm like dude I I give you you know plenty of hours through the week I work hard I've I've increased the business and now you're gonna you know get upset because I'm not answering your call on Sunday and and so I just made that decision it's like you know what I'm gonna do something different and. Uh, about this time, uh, my wife and I, uh, we had went through some marital uh, situations or more than a situation. We actually got divorced and remarried. And whenever we were uh, building our relationship back up, she had went to, she had to get a, a full-time job uh, in order to support the family uh, whenever, during our divorce. And so my number one goal was for her to uh, come back home and, and be a full-time mom that she felt called to do. And uh, so I went to my uh, instructor, um, Nick, and said, hey, I'd really like to open up a, you know, a martial arts school that I could work on at night, have my full-time job during the day. I can make enough money where my wife can uh, come home. And so uh, we end up buying the Fort Worth location that he had just opened up a couple years ago um, prior to this uh, time. And uh, so we bought into that, became partners in that. And whenever we took it over, we had 16 students. And then about three months later, she was able to quit her day job and come back home. And then so I worked it for about two and a half years. And then I was able to turn in my notice and uh, quit my day job. So that was a very scary moment, leaving a job that you'd worked at for you know, 17 years and then turning in your keys and saying, OK, now you're a, you know entrepreneur, you're a business owner. And uh, that was a scary moment. But that's really that was the gist of it. Um, the biggest reason why I got into being an entrepreneur and open up multiple businesses is because I have multiple kids, and it takes a lot of money for kids. <laughs> no, but really is to give them a legacy, um, give them something that they could work into and and own and have something um, that they can grow and build upon. So. It's like I'm building the foundation, and now it's their time to build the walls and the roof and the doors and the windows all on it. So just wanted to build awesome. a foundation for them is really why. 
All right. So like, yeah. kind of like you've talked a lot about your family. Yeah. Um, how do you balance work life integration and maintain mm. like, you know, well-being while running all these businesses? Yeah. And that's one thing that really my wife and I had struggled with because, you know, 90% of the day we're together, right? We're at work together. Um, we're eating lunch together. And, and then of course we're at home together. So, um, it was very difficult at first because for me, I have a, I have really one speed and it's 110 miles an hour. And so my mind constantly thinks about how to integrate, how to build and how to make better and how to automate. And, and, uh, so, you know, that's how, that's how my mind works. And, and she's very, you know, compartmentalized. She's like, look, we're at home. I'm not talking about work. Right. And, and, uh, it's very difficult for me to shut off my mind. And so I just had to, you know, work through that and say, okay, well, where we live, uh, you go down a, you know, farm market road, railroad tracks, it's about two miles from the house. And so we made a pack. We said, look, whenever we're driving home at these railroad tracks, I'm going to leave work and I'm not going to talk about work. And then we'll, we'll move on for there. So we'll, we'll debrief the day and we'll sort of complain about things that maybe have happened and everything. And then the moment we hit that railroad track, we're like, okay, we're done. And uh, we'll pick it up in the morning whenever we come back to the railroad tracks, headed back to work. And so that was one way that we were able to do it. Um, but uh, yeah. That was really, I like the whole, yeah. like the railroad tracks. Like once you pass that mark, yeah, no business. Yeah. And, and even back in uh, whenever I was working at the RV dealership. Um, so this was south of um, 917 on I-35, just south of Fort Worth down in Alvarado. And so every time I would pass 917, going northbound whenever we lived in Burleson, then that was my spot that I would like, all right, I'm not going to worry about what happened. It's going to, I'm going to leave it here and I'm just going to clear my mind and, and not think about that. And it takes work. It's, it's very difficult to do in the beginning, but it's, it's controlling those thoughts and saying, Hey, that's where these thoughts lie. And I'll pick those up tomorrow. Um, they'll be there, but it just gives me the freedom to keep on going with my day um, and not, have to hold that worry and those those issues that I may be working through. Yeah, that's literally so awesome. Yeah. So you said the power to turn your mind off. Then, mm -hmm. um, so obviously that can be different. You know, different things trigger your mind. What role has innovation played? So whether it's technology or something else, but in like growing the business and the sustainability of the business. Repeat that again. So like innovation, whether it's technology or just like business practices, uh -huh. how does that play in the growth and sustainability of oh, the businesses? Yeah. Now, you, for the businesses, if we, if, if we didn't innovate and if we didn't continue to, you know, either write systems or change things, tweak things, then to me, I feel like I'm going backwards. I have to continue to go forward the, and innovate and make better and, and, um, you know, find those ways to either, you know, provide better service or provide a more efficient way of servicing. Um, I think it's super important for the sustainability of a business because, again, if you're not moving forward, you're going backwards. So repeat that for the people in the back. Yeah. For the people in the back, listen up. You have to continue to integrate and innovate and move forward in order for your business to grow. If you're not going forward in the way that you're, you know, operating your business, the way that your customers see your business, if you're not able to continue to grow that, then you're you're dying. You're going backwards. 
Because, wow. Because what, what will happen, do you have like a big boom? I that, have air horns. Okay, I need air, a boom. We'll I'm going to add a boom, boom for the we'll, next show. We'll get a boom for the next show <laughs> because there's going to be a few booms uh, that's going to happen. And that's a really big boom, I think, because if you're not doing that, someone else is. You know, someone else is in your industry, podcast or, you know, martial arts or whatever industry you have right i mean people are going to continue to do that and so if you're not doing it you're going backwards just in the aspect that they're going forward and they're taking more market share from you so wow so with innovation there's always risks so how do you approach risk management and decision making man with business with anything in business there's risk right i mean starting a business there's risk of course, you want to try to minimize that by having certain systems or, you know, that's why a lot of people will end up getting a franchise because some risk is already taken out because the people that are selling that to you, you know, should have gone through everything and, and sort of tweaked it. There may be some more innovation that still happens just because, again, business overall, right? Um, but you have to just, you know, think smart in that and, um, and say, look, there's going to be risk. A hundred percent, right? You can't do anything. Shoot, you can't even go down I thirty five or. <laughs> I was to say, there's risk in yeah, more than business. Everything, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you can't get in your car. You know, think about this: you're going down the road, right? And, and you're doing eighty miles an hour, and then on the opposite side, about three feet from you, someone else that you don't know, you don't even know if they know how to drive or yeah. if they're on their phone, or if they're eating True. McDonald's or whatever, and they're going 80 miles an hour the other direction, three feet from you. That's that's, that's risk, right? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And and you'll feel this once you start having kids, because once they start driving, you're like, oh my gosh, your, your prayer life goes up <laughs> a lot whenever they start driving. But no, you know, you have to, you're going to have to take risk, right? Obviously, you want to try to minimize your risk and your exposure and things like that. Think smart. Um, one of the things that I always tell people is to ask questions, right? To, if you're if you're trying something, man, find someone that has success maybe in that area and, and ask them questions, right? What have they learned and things like that. Another thing is to get a mentor, someone that uh, maybe has some more experience in business that you, that could coach you and uh, and help you navigate those roads of risk. So. I think it's incredible advice right there. Thank you. So uh, to wrap up this first episode, let's do, can you share a significant challenge you faced as an entrepreneur and how have you overcome it? Man, significant challenge. I mean, really it's all challenging. Um, I'll tell you what, one of the biggest challenges, at least for me, um, is really the path that I felt called to. And that's, that's doing business with my family. Um, it is challenging, but it also it's rewarding, right? Um, it's one thing to, you know, have your family member that you really need to coach and navigate through learning business. And let's say they don't do something, you know, that they should be doing. And so now you have to like set them down and like, Hey, come here, you know, you didn't do this right and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, like the next day you're at Thanksgiving saying, Hey, can you pass the the biscuits or whatever, you know, it's, uh, it's very, very challenging working with family, but yet it's also extremely rewarding because I know that, you know, they have your back more than anybody. Um, even though, you know, you may not see eye to eye on a lot of things, but, um, for me, that's probably been the biggest challenge 
um, remove family from it. Just having, you know, people that you either know or you're building relationships with, it's a lot easier to um, be the boss in those situations versus your family. Um, but for me, that's that's probably the biggest challenge is, you know, working with family. So Wow. So yeah. good. Yep, yep. Well, hey, man, the Biz Life Podcast. Thank you all so much for uh, uh, tuning in. We're going to try to drop these probably every week or every two weeks. Uh, stay tuned for more. The Biz Life. See you later. Have a great day.